three, go! Hey everyone, and welcome to the Vintage Horror Podcast, where we talk about all horror, not just the vintage kind. I'm your host, Kyle, and with me today I have Mark, Howdy, and Rob. How's it going? Today we will be talking about An American Werewolf in London from 1981, but first, we're going to crack a cold one open with the boys. What's up with you, Kyle? Oh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. Um, so, not a whole lot, man. I mean, nothing exciting. Uh, me and Sam are finishing up Orange New Black. Finally. We have about three episodes left, I think. Wow. And I like it so far. A lot better than last season, at least. It's honestly been better than the last like two seasons, three seasons. Uh, I can't remember what three seasons ago was, but it's not, it's not bad. Not bad. Um, I... Trying to take off a day soon from work to hang out with Sam. Probably going to go to New Hope or something like that. Have a little date day. Sounds terrible. Yeah, well, we're a day off approved, okay? I've been there before. You, I don't know why you don't like New Hope, dude. It's not that bad. Have you ever been there, Rob? I'm going there Saturday. <laughs> like, like tomorrow? tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Jinx, you owe me a kiss. I mean. Not you. I'm waiting. Because you didn't jinx you. Yeah, okay. you jinx me. So. Uh yeah, no, I I've been a couple times. It's Susan and I really like going there, so we're definitely go. We're going tomorrow, uh, spend the day out there, get get some relaxation. There's a couple really good spots to eat. There's a nice like French bakery out there. Yeah, yeah. tell those motherfuckers that French bakery. I might pay twenty dollars for no fucking two bakery things again. You're fucking such a bitch got baby, me. dude. They're good. It's <laughs> fucking worth it. No, it's good. You gotta live right. that life. It was alright. Do it for the clout. No. Yeah, but it's a nice. It's a nice little quiet place. I enjoy it. Yeah, I'm going to 18th. So if anybody wants to meet up with me, yeah. Damn. If anyone wants to meet up Never with mind. me. What, it's is a that the day you're leaving? No, 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 it doesn't matter. I thought it was not a nothing. It doesn't matter. That was your birthday? <laughs> it could be my birthday. Um, But tomorrow's Paul's wedding. Fuck that stupid wedding. Yeah, I don't want to go. I hate weddings, dude. But, you know, I'm going to go Congratulations, Paul. Paul. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with you, Rob? Um, I wasn't invited. But right dude, now. He didn't invite, like, anyone. He invited me, you, and Steve. But I asked, like, Rich, who he used to talk to. Trav was like, no, he never talked, never said anything to me. Like, a bunch of people like that. Yeah. I'm honestly kind of a little surprised. I think if maybe I didn't see him at Taco Bell that one day, I wouldn't have been invited. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he shook my hand once. <laughs> but uh, Comic-Con's going on right now, and that doesn't mean anything for us because we're not going. <laughs> I saw but Ronald Reynolds was there. If they, one time. if they do have special Pokemon there, then I will be going. When? Sunday. Why not tomorrow? Oh, fuck, we're going to a wedding tomorrow. So dumb. We literally are just, <laughs> just talking about that. What are you talking about? Um, but next week is Adam Hunter. We'll keep talking about that until yep. it happens. But 
And before Adam Hunter, though, we'd be playing Pokemon because Community Day, you know. Is when? My... That day. So, okay. It's from 11 to 2, so. Sounds terrible. That's not terrible. And, uh, yeah, oh, at my job, somebody got fired, so that's pretty cool. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. Rip. Yeah, I'm pretty glad. Makes my life a little less stressful. That doesn't make sense. You're right, I still don't like my job particularly. Well, no, I think just because if you have less workers, then you have to do more work now. No, because we just hired somebody new. Oh, yeah, the one that guy was telling you what to do? Yeah, he knew more than me in a second day. Out with the old, in with the new, huh? Yeah. Respect to that guy. But at least this guy wants to work, so the old guy did. He had to go. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I don't care who goes next, so I guess I'll shoot to Rob. We'll go counterclockwise for this. How about that? This is exciting. Yeah, it, it, it hasn't been really an exceptionally crazy week for me. I've been trying to follow a lot of stuff going on leading up to Comic-Con. Uh, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking to myself every year since we went to Comic-Con, Kyle, I, I always ask myself, would I ever do it again? And the answer is usually no. Um, <laughs> you didn't like it that much? No, I liked it a lot, but I liked it because we had some extra abilities and or privileges that we could use like like we got in for fucking free <laughs> you don't want to pay <laughs> yeah we got yeah but we also bitch. got in a, we got in ahead of a bunch of people too yeah so right. like we were able to and our and i had no idea that like like there were certain panels that i did not realize like my passes got us to priority like the star wars panel i walked in they like looked at my pass like oh why are you standing in line and just like walked me up there i'm like somebody's gonna shoot me right now i can see this coming but uh yeah comic-con just gets wilder and wilder every year i feel like it's just it's with the increase of the size, it's the crowds increase, and I, I I don't know. I think if there was something exceptional that I wanted to go see there, like something very very specific, maybe a rare autograph or a rare panel, I would go. But generally, I don't feel the need to go like I used to when I was younger. Maybe I'm just getting old. I don't know. I kind of feel that too. Um, but I don't know if it's getting bigger and bigger anymore. Well, the, okay, so if panels are being. They ship, or not ship you. I think you have to walk to other places for panels now. Yeah, I think they started that when we went the last year we went. They started putting it at different places. Yeah, okay. I guess like Webster Hall and stuff like that. Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. Apparently MSG. Yeah. Like, I guess like bigger is one word to say, but also like it's getting more convoluted and complicated. Um, And I keep getting emails like every fucking day and they're like, you can still get tickets. I'm like, yeah, I know. Stop fucking emailing me. What's crazy yeah. is because like they... They like um, when they went on sale. They're like, "Oh, everything's like ninety nine percent sold out." And then when they added like Tom Hiddleston and uh, Paul Rudd, they're like, "Oh, if you buy a ticket, you can win a free autograph." I'm like, "I thought this shit was like sold out." Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They so, got a, they got a big hype machine behind it. So I don't know if they're having trouble selling out some days. I think Saturday, no matter what, is always going to yeah. sell out. And like Friday and Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday and Thursdays, I think they have a lot of trouble with that struggle for them. But yeah, I've been trying to keep up with things. Obviously. We are very close to Disney Plus launching, and with that, a whole new spectrum of Star Wars series and Marvel series coming with it, so I've been trying to keep up with that, but, you know, aside from that, I I actually watched two horror movies this week, um, aside from our mandatory watch, An American Werewolf in London. I'm gonna tell you something, ain't shit mandatory. You don't have to watch if you don't want to. It, I tell myself it is, so I don't sleep on it. Yeah, so aside from American Werewolf in London, I also watched uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark with Bailey Madison, Guy Pierce, That's Katie Holmes. Newer, right? Not new. No, new, no, no. But like, yeah, mid two thousand, mid two thousands, early aughts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought. I mean, if, I don't want to say too much in case we actually do it. I've never seen it. But uh, it was cool. I was watching. I was like, oh, this is 
this is that girl from Strangers Pray at Night. This is also and also Once Upon a Time. Where else is she from? The Good Witch. The Good Witch. There's another movie she was in. I used to hang out with her. No, you didn't. You're right, I didn't. <laughs> wow. Didn't so was that. the what was the other horror movie you watched? Uh an American World in London. I said I watched two horror movies. Oh, I thought you said you watched you two said other. other. Yeah, you said other. Oh, no, two other. I mean, unless my life is a horror movie. I've been watching that pretty is closely. It? <laughs> it feels like it sometimes. Um, but like I said, this weekend I'm going to be relaxing a little bit, taking some time off. My dad's been getting better, and it's allowed for me to actually have some time to kind of relax. Not sure if I'll be buying the Battle Pass for Fortnite next season. I feel like I'm tapped out. I just don't have time. Well, they extended it. Well, I mean, like, I just feel Well, like the it, rumor I, is, too, that they're supposed to, like, change, like, a whole brand new map. Like, you know, I knew they'd do that to me. So. I knew, the second I knew I was going to get off, they're going to be like, I got a whole new drug for you here. Take it. I'm like, man. You're That's good. what everyone's planning on. Epic. You're That's a good why dealer. they did the season this way, but I don't know. I haven't been paying attention too much. But yeah. Playing too much Madden. I'm trying to think of anything else. A couple games coming out soon. Jedi Fallen Order. I'll probably be picking that up. I just saw a trailer for that today. Before today, I literally had no idea what that was. Mark, what's going on? Tell me about your life. Tell me about all your feelings. <laughs> I don't have any feelings. What do you see when you close your eyes at night? Um, so, pretty much doing the same thing with Kyle, like going to that wedding tomorrow that I don't want to go to. We're going to see Adam Hunter next week. Then the week after that, I'm going to North Carolina to the Myers House party thing. For your actual birthday? Well, I'll be back on my birthday, but yeah, my, but birth- saying, my like, birthday's on a Sunday. Happy birthday. But this time it's actually going to be your birthday. Well, we'll find out. Next time. We don't know. So, um, <laughs> busy week at work. So when this week went so fast. Um, caught up on a lot of shows. Good Place, Tosh, Modern Family. Went to watch an American Horror Story, but I don't have the first episode DVR to have the first, the, the second, second third. third one DVR. So I was like, great. <laughs> so they couldn't start that yet. Did you watch? Are you all caught up on that? No, I only watched the first episode because Sam like she wants to watch it with me, but we trying to finish Orange is the yeah. Black. But then, like, next week, Flash comes back, then Arrow comes back, You're so be fucked. I'm fucked up, bro. <laughs> so, it's hard out there in the streets. Did you watch the second episode of Good Place? No, I was going to last night, but I just decided that... It, did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it yet. Okay. Did you like the first episode, though? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good place. Yeah. You seen it? No. Okay. Oh, you it's should. Good. Yeah? Him and Sam told me I should watch it, like, a million times, and I just... Kept well, yeah, I off. was telling her about it, and you, and like, oh, you guys should watch this together, and you're like, I don't know. She was like, I don't know. And then one day, she's like, oh, I watched all of it. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. That's and then she, she watched it with you. She kept saying, she watched it with her by herself, and then with Nicole, and then with me. Yeah. She kept saying, like, it's a really short show, trust me. And, like, it really does fly by. When Dude. you're used to shit like Orange is the New Black Hour episodes, that fucking flies. Yeah. Um, Other than that, not too much going on this week. Uh, um... So you're still definitely going to the Halloween bash. Well, I paid for a hotel. Uh, we paid for uh, uh, the airline, so I think we're going. Is Johnny going? Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, well, Johnny, I mean, you going? We'll Let see. me know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't well, know. Well, yeah, we're going. Why you want to come? No, I'm not going. I'm just saying. Why don't you want to go? Because I don't have the money, and it's in fucking like a week. It's not in a week. It's what's today? It's gonna age? be a week when this comes out. No, be more than that still. Like a week and two days. Relax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to the pit, man. What pit? I don't know. Some barbecue place that was like on diners, drive-ins, and dines, I think. I've never even heard of that, so. I saw it on the TV. Okay. 
so I hope Halloween uh, is still recording when we go there because I'm pretty sure they're filming around there. So why? What? So we can go and look and I can meet Jamie Lee Curtis. Whoa, and, shit, and, Jamie Lee Curtis. And be on set and be on the scenes. What about what's her name? Andy Mackard? Is that her name? I don't the know. Fucking girl who plays the granddaughter? Maybe. She's cool. What about Judy Greer? You don't want to meet her? She's irritating. What about her husband in the movie? What's his name? Paul? She's, she's traumatized. Is that his name? I got peanut butter on my penis or whatever he says. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? What? You never seen it? What, his name? It's not Paul. I don't know what it is. Steve? Jack? Jack? No, I know. I'm saying like, why would he be in the movie? Th- that was a joke. It was a joke. That was the joke, oh, Rob. Damn. So yeah, so I guess uh, we can move on to our top three. Uh, Rob, you want to tell us what our top three is this week? So our top three this week are our top three creature features. Yeah, I'm already apologizing. Sorry if I fuck up. Why? Just making sure. I just don't know. I think my stuff is considered creature features. but I don't know what it is either. I've Googled it like literally all week and never got a def- definitive answer. So I said, I fuck as them. far as I'm concerned, a creature feature is any film that features some kind of animal or thing okay, that yeah. is not right. human. Right. Good. Yeah. No, that's what I got. Okay. So yes. Silent Night, Dead of the Night's good. Okay. Yeah. Krampus. No, okay. well, so, Krampus is a creature feature. It is. Fuck you. It's kind of. All right, Rob, let's go with you, dog. This uh, is your. This is your kind of thing. Yeah. So Godzilla just, two, Godzilla three, Godzuki. <laughs> just a no, preface. I'm fucking with you. Just a preface. Um, I took the Godzilla films out of my listing only Why? because it would be literally Godzilla, 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 and I wanted to try to put myself outside of so that it's bracket. King Kong, King Kong, King Kong. <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, yeah. No Mothra. No. I, don't I mean, if I was do if I was doing the Godzillas, there's two particular ones that I love the most and they're 1998 and 1998. 2000. Matthew Broderick's actually pretty good in that movie. He's singing in the rain. I thought about putting it on my list, but it's, I didn't. I honestly, it's not a bad monster movie. The God, most Godzilla fans will tell you it's not a bad monster movie. It's a good mo- Godzilla movie. The only reason I didn't put it on is because I haven't seen it probably literally since I was like eight. And I was like, I don't know if I could do that. I used to watch it to go to bed every night. Is that boring? <laughs> right? For fuck? some reason, once Matthew Broderick starts singing, singing in the rain, I fall asleep. All right. What's your number three? My number three is Tremors. That's a good one. That's what I was going to put for my number three. Tremors. I always... Or did I? Uh, I don't know. There's just something unique about that film. It was a unique take on the monster genre. Uh, Kevin Bacon was good. I was going to say Kevin Bacon fan, huh? Yeah. He was good. And Fred Willard, maybe, isn't it? Who's the other guy's name? Fred Warner? I think. I don't know. The guy who plays the guy who plays Bert, though, is yeah, probably he, my favorite person in the whole world. He's the he's the like super good the guy who's got all the guns. He's in Dude, all I haven't seen that since I was like. He's five. in all five of them. Yeah, he's in all the tremors. I haven't seen every since single one. Like he so. he literally knew that this is how I'm gonna make my career and just stuck with it. Hey, he was in the Tremors, tremors TV series. Didn't which even was, know there was one. Yeah. Watch out for the mass blasters. I like the second one better. Uh the one where they go to South America. And they have like I don't know no, I don't think it's South America is it Yeah or like it's Latin America and they're like driving around and the have R- like the the RC cars and they, they have, have like the little ones the flying the little, ones the little tremors no the flying ones the little like little froggy looking ones yeah. that are running around Yeah that's I like good. that one That's a good one Yeah no I like the Tremors franchise so definitely had to make my top three You guys just nerded out You never seen Tremors I've, I've have you told ever had you Tremors I, They're good <laughs> Andrew has Tremors Andrew has Tremors <laughs> Shout out Andrew. All right, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, my number three is Anaconda. It's fucking clockwise. Okay, it's fuck literally the same dude. way no matter what I'm we sit. I'm fucking with you, dog. It's Anaconda. Okay, baby bird. Which, what, what you like? Don't worry, baby bird. I'll take care of baby bird. Uh, I don't know. I love it. <laughs> J-Lo, Ice Cube, fucking John White. Uh, who else? Luke oh. Wilson. 
I thought it was Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. My bad. Not wow. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Fuck. Uh, who else is in that? Ice Cube. Jackie Chan. Danny Trejo. And it's not his voice. I. Oh, that's right. They dubbed him. Yeah, they dubbed they him. They dubbed him. He's in like the very beginning. They dubbed <laughs> over him. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love I love that movie. Even though it's fucking cheesy as fuck and like the CGI is god awful now. I, yeah. I watched it uh, probably like a couple years ago. It was on TV. And I was like waiting for the end when you see like definitely like the snake up close, and yeah. I'm like, "Wow, yeah, that is bad." <laughs> yeah, and they have fucking Anaconda Vision. I think it only has like a four point three out of ten. On it's IMDb. actually still a good movie, though. Yeah, I love it. All right, so what's your number three? My number three is from the 1975 called Jaws. Yeah, like, I never heard of it. So it's this movie about a, a shark, and he, um, he goes out hunting. <laughs> Do they need bigger boats or something? <laughs> they do. They need bigger boats. Just um, sounds like it. Yeah, there's not really much to say about Jaws. Like, everyone's seen it, so, like, I've always liked it since I've been a kid, and I can watch it over and over again and still, like, enjoy it. Yeah. So. For sure. For sure. And sequels aren't that good, but I know Rob likes one of them. I don't remember which one you like. The fourth one? That's a great movie. I thought you said the seagulls. I said, what are we talking about? <laughs> the seagulls, well, I do slur my words sometimes. I'm from New Jersey, then, so sorry. When you said, then when you said Robin, I realized, oh, sequels. Great whites will hunt two. you from Massachusetts all the way down to the Bahamas. They And they will roar yeah. if you attack them. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what happened in the movie. The, literally, and, it hunted them. And then an extremely overqualified British actor who should not be in this film will sink his plane. I don't even know what you're talking about. Michael so. Caine? Yeah. All right, Robert. I don't know how Have you ever seen any Jaws movie? I don't know how Just Michael Caine ever got that movie. Because I remember him getting electrocuted by the line. No. Like, it is Boiler very alert. clear when you... I'm, I just got a comment. It is very clear when you watch Jaws of Revenge that Michael Caine is drinking very heavily just to get through that role. Yeah, probably. Like, he's, he's like, I have no idea why I took this role. And he's like, it just blows my mind that Michael Caine's in that movie. Um, What's your number two, Rob? So, my number two is a, a classic film from 1993. Jurassic Park. You know, I almost chose Jurassic Park too. Up there. Jurassic Park, uh, but I wasn't sure if that was a creature feature. That's my thing. I was like, it's I got don't creatures. know what is. Well, when you when we talked about this when we left, we, sorry, cut you off real quick. When we left last week and we talked, about, I said I don't even know what it is. And like, yeah, stuff like Anaconda. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't always have to be horror. To me, a creature feature is something that whether it's horror, sci-fi, yeah. you can just sit down with a bowl of popcorn and just have a good time with it. Like that's a creature feature to me. Like it's it's got Halloween? it's it's got its. Uh, it's got its roots in like the B movies of the '50s, '60s, like yeah, giant attack of the giant woman and stuff like that. Yeah, or like uh, the giant claw and stuff yeah. like that. Like, like it's got its roots in that Ameri- in those American horror, like American horror films. Yes. Oh, that's where air quotations. You mean American Horror Story? Something like that. <laughs> um, but like the, in Japan, when they started making what you call kaiju or tokusatsu films. Yeah. They began taking what started with like King Kong, and then later in the fifties with like them and other films, and they started making it more. They started trying to make it serious, and then they were like, in the seventies, let's market it to kids and be really like dumb and happy, and they're the superhero monster of the week. And then later on, you'll see like in the nineties, it gets like it gets really serious again. Um, so there's definitely like a divergence there, but creature features to me have always been like okay. We have our monster or creature. We have a subplot part. The human characters do not matter. And yeah. go. I have a question. Is Pacific Rim a creature feature? Yeah. What the hell is Pacific Just Rim? The action thing with the fucking guy from Sons of Anarchy. 
Where yeah. they're in it giant looks like, robots it looks fighting like Transformers. Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah, that counts. They are fighting. It's just an action. I never seen it. It's just an action. They are fighting Kaiju. Future. Yeah. I think the problem is, is and I think horror purists are going to slaughter me for this one. Is that when people think creature features, they're thinking of the Wolfman, yes, the Mummy. They're thinking of traditional horror creature features. No, when I hear creature feature, I think of like giant things. That's like what I think. Yeah, yeah, I think That's of. I, think of. I, I but and I always think of the horror genre. But the reality is, creature features do go beyond. Wait, so that. is dude? Where's my car? A creature feature? Because that one girl's really big in it. <laughs> You're right, and that ostrich is mean. Yeah, <laughs> that is not the continual transfunction. <laughs> Dude, how weird was it when I said that? And then, like, the next day, Vegan Horror put out fucking Dude Wears My Car shirt. It's wild. Sultan. All right, so what was yours? Sorry. Jurassic World. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Careful. Oh, so am I just doing mine, or are you going to talk about Jurassic Park? Or I don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, all I can say about Jurassic Park is, like... It's pretty self-explanatory. It's, it's self-explanatory. It, it was a perfect time when it came out when I was a little kid. Like, by the time it came out on VHS and stuff... It's still good to this day. That's the crazy thing. The way they did the effects by using practical effects and layering the three D layering the three D over and a lot of their techniques they used, a lot of it holds up. Like yeah, you watch better, it today. Way better than most CGI now. Yeah, it's yeah. wild and um it's I'm a big fan of the books. I've read Michael Crichton's novels. Didn't even know they were books. Yeah, so Michael Crichton wrote Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Yeah, I've only I listened to Jurassic Park. Yeah. They are. There are certain major differences, like in Jurassic Park, John Hammond is this jovial old man who's like, for the future and my grandchildren. And in the book, he's like, all I care about are profits and making yeah. my park be the best. And I will die a gruesome death in the end of the book. Spoiler alert. So. Wow, thanks a lot, man. Don't have to read it. Yeah, you can cancel your audio subscription now. So, yeah, self-explanatory. Go watch Jurassic Park if you haven't. Kyle, what's your number two? Tremors 5. With Jamie Kennedy. That's you out of your mind? <laughs> You're right. It is a lie. <laughs> Mark's, like, Mark's like, that's a lie. Because you already said you only seen the first one, I think. Yeah. So how did you uh, see the fifth one? Because Jamie Kennedy sold it to me at his comedy show no, when didn't. we saw him four years ago. Um, no, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, shit. I oh, about that. good one. Dude, I, I love Deep Blue Sea. Good one. That's honestly probably my favorite shark movie. Sorry. Don't mean to upset people. No, I know. Jaws good. is it's awesome. It's good. Like, it's good. I like the second one. Fucking LL okay, Cool J. I never seen it. You ate my bird. Dude. Deepest, darkest, what is it? My head is like a shark fin. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a movie that I could probably watch over and over and like. The CGI is not good in that though. I don't care. Yeah, there's I, some like Sam Jackson. That dude, seems so dude, bad. Now. That's so <laughs> funny though. Honestly, first time through, who the fuck expected that? It was great. It was awesome. His ass got fucking snatched up. I love that movie. I could watch <laughs> it a million times. Uh, I used to watch it like all the time when I was younger. Um, I don't remember what. What Resident Evil is it where you're, like, going through the lab and there's, like, sharks in there? The remake of one. Well, I think it's in one, but in the remake. No, I think it's only Because I would remake, always yeah. sing that to myself when I was playing that. Yeah. And, like, and then the shark would get me all the time. Yeah. I think that's a time thing. If you, like, pause too long in there, that gets you. But I think if you just run, you're fine. But, yeah. Uh, what's your number two, Mark? From 1998, Lake Placid. That's a great one. Yeah. That movie is so that's good so still. good. I thought about putting that on my list, too. So good. That movie is so good still to this day. The only problem is I haven't seen it in forever. That's why I didn't put it on my list. I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but I know I still would like it. Yeah. it Like, I've seen it a billion times. And Did I ever tell you that this kid we play Pokemon with, he's the one that owns a Tesla? I play Pokemon Go. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, he, he, um, he owns the Tesla, that kid. Mm-hmm. One time, like, Sam, uh, he was like, oh, like, where's Kyle? And She's like, oh, he's recording his podcast. He's like, oh, he's got a podcast? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, what's it about? And she said the horror movies. And he's like, 
oh, and I think she told him what movie it was, and he was like, oh, I've never seen it. And he's like, you know what you should watch? Lake Placid. And, I'm, and when she told me that, I said, of all the fucking <laughs> horror movies anybody could ever say to watch, why the fuck would you say Lake Placid? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Lake Placid is good. It's a good movie, but yeah. if you could choose, if somebody comes up to you, name a horror movie. Lake Placid. You, you are not saying Lake Placid. You're right. All right, so what else do you got to say about it? It's good. <laughs> That's you it. You know, I um, haven't seen it in a couple of years. I would honestly like to do it one time. Maybe it's coming up soon. Betty White. I have the next pick. When you said do it one time, I said I don't know what you're talking about. Like, do I, like yeah, choose it as a movie. But yeah. who's got the next pick? I do. So Okay. Well, Ooh. Ooh. Rob, what's your number one, buddy? I was going to say, Rob, what's your number three? But then I, you're right, number one. <laughs> so my number one, it's going to be... Gamera, um, I don't know what that is. Guardian of the Universe. I stayed away from all Godzilla films. I don't even. It's not I don't even, even owned by the same. Company. I don't even know what it's the fuck not? that is. I thought it. No, Gamera's part of it. No, Gamera and Godzilla are they are separate studio and franchises altogether. They've never like worked. They've never been in a movie together. Nope. And that's a long-standing rivalry. I know that I wanted to stay away from Godzilla because I could go into that all day, but when it comes to creature features, I gotta give props where it's due. Gamera came back as a laughing stock of that that genre and that community, and then now had become the definitive pinnacle of it. And honestly, if you've never watched a kaiju film, like you've never seen any of these giant monster suit films, I would tell anyone to give Gamera Guardian of the Universe a, a shot, like to see if that's something you like, because it's very accessible to first-time viewers. So I'll take your word for it. All right. Sorry to be long-winded about that, but Mark's like, I will not never watch that. Uh, well, it's my next pick, so just warning you ahead of time. <laughs> uh, okay, so my it. number one, my number one is the thing from 1982. And how dare you, Rob, for not even putting that on your fucking list? Because you forgot about it. No, it's a great movie, but I just I've already gone over it, so I wanted to leave out ones I've already done. Not me. I'm a. I've never seen it before. I stay true. Okay, you probably haven't. That doesn't make sense. How does it make sense? I've seen it. This is a good Swiss Miss. Sponsor us, please. Uh, so that yeah, we. I mean, what else could we possibly say about the thing that we already didn't cover in our very mellow, very very monotone? Mellow. Sorry about that episode. Yep. That was we were tired. What's your number one, Mark? I'm actually pretty excited that none of us had the same thing. I'm pretty sure, right? Nope. Well, we don't know yet. Unless you fucking choose one of these. So my number one is from 1987. Oh, the thing. Predator. Oh, Predator. Oh, good one. Yeah. Fuck pussies. Great. I thought about it, but... You've honestly, never even I, seen it. I'm not a Predator. Like, Kisses the chopper. What do, you, what do you mean? Like, I'm not as pumped about Predator as a lot of people are. Well, I can say this. For me, personally, I like the first two a lot. And then after, like, when they made the one in, like, 2010, that one was kind of like... Eh. I like two better. There's something about Danny Glover. Yeah. Just being a city cop. Going for it. And then this new one they did, um, whatever it was called, that came out Predators. last year. Predators. I started it, and then when I saw um, in, the, in the beginning, the one guy gets like, um, oh, shit. he gets like the, I can't remember what you call it, um, the Predator's like arm thing. I turned it off and said, all right, I'm not going to watch this right now. It's pissing me off, so. But there's like, isn't there like a scene in Predator 2 where like. Are you saying in Predator 2 or also like. No, isn't there, isn't there a scene in Predator 2 where like uh, he's driving. And Danny Glover's driving like the police car, like 
hanging out the door with the door open, like into like a gang or something, and just shooting at them with a ridiculous gun. Like there's there's just some wild antics. In I've that never film. seen Predator Two. Oh my god, it's such a good movie. It's you, so dumb. I didn't see it until I bought it on Blu-ray like years ago when so it came dumb. out. So dumb, so good. But. So I know you, s- you just said you don't like the newer Predators, but what well, I'm saying I haven't finished the newer one to oh. give it. You know, what do you think of AVP? <laughs> I That's like I, it. I would like yeah. Alien vs Predator. The second one's fucking trash. I've never seen the second one. I, but the first one's not that bad. The one, the, Literally, the one in like Montana. It's out. in a sewer. They're like running around in a sewer or something like Isn't that. Isn't that the one where they crash out in the middle of like nowhere and then they like there's that small town that they're terrorizing? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure like for half the most movie, of it's underground in the sewer. Yeah, system. it's like weird. Where's yeah. our guy Mike J out there when he needs to save Montana from the aliens and the predators? And I almost put Alien on my list. I thought Rob that was going to be his number one. I'm surprised it's not on his list. But the know. reason I didn't is because that doesn't have like a high rewatchability for me. So Aliens or Alien? Alien. So I don't watch it that often. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy that movie, but that's definitely a movie I wouldn't be able to like watch once a year, you know? Yeah, yeah. When I did my list, that was films where like I know that I can just pop them in anytime. Once a week, I could probably watch them and they're, yeah. and they're great and like they're quick and easy and fun. Alien is a once in a while deal. Maybe Aliens more often because it's more action oriented. But it's so fucking long. That's, yeah, that's a problem. And it's, it's, it's a great watch once in a while, but like, Gamera, I can literally put on almost every day and just watch in scenes and be fine. Is it longer it. than one minute? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll find out. You'll we'll find, find out, out in a few more episodes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, so that's everything for our top three, I guess. Yeah. And this is honestly a lot easier to do than I thought, like when it first came up. I'm like, there's no features. way I can fucking do this. Yeah. Once I like Googled and I really like looked into so it, I'm like, Google, oh, it's okay. kind of easy. Because I almost, I almost like said like, hey, maybe we should do a top five because I can't like pick. Yeah. Like, I wanted to add like Placid. I wanted to add Alien. I wanted to add Anacondas. So the second one? No, Anacondas. What are you talking about? Anacondas is the second one. No, Anacondas. The Anaconda. No, the song by making making Minaj. Oh yeah, I like that. That is a good music video. <laughs> You're right. There's some creature feature in there. Okay, can you please delete that? Please, I beg of you. I'm begging you with my soul. Well, that's everything for our top three this week. <laughs> please do. Uh, we're going to move stop, on. Start listening to me. To Let's the stop main believing. event. An American Werewolf in London from 1981. It was released on August 21st, 1981. Oh, that's my birthday. No, it's not. Had an R rating. Had a runtime of, or has a runtime, still does, of an hour and 37 minutes. Has an estimated budget of $10 million, which is exactly what Hereditary had. Wow. Yeah. Well, $10 million back then was probably like a million dollars this time around. Or $100 million, right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, not exactly, but it you definitely really... like was more to people back then. And I'm surprised that this had... I think a lot of it probably went to where they shot, like in the UK. Yeah, licensing and stuff yeah. to get in there. Yeah. Permits. I thought they got it for free. But we'll get into that. I don't know if they did. So, yeah, we'll get But it that. grossed $30.5 million worldwide, it says. But I think it's pretty much just the U.S. It has a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm surprised it's that low. Me too, honestly. But you got to think, this isn't people who are just like in the horror movies that like rate these things. It's random ass fucking people who are like, eh, it's not, but it's too funny or it's not horror enough. Yeah, so, but I feel like this is widely talked about. Like, always like, this is like, people love this movie. Anytime I've ever heard anything about it's this movie. It's got a cult following. It has time. a huge cult following. Yeah, but how many people do you know talk about Werewolf in London who aren't into horror? None. Well, I only know like three <laughs> people in real life, but like from reading on the interwebs and stuff yeah. like that, when I talk, see people talk about it, like especially Kyle is wearing an American Werewolf in London shirt hey, right now. I can try to keep the, the theme strong. 
Yeah, Susan had never seen it before, so we watched it together. What the fuck are you talking about? She never even heard Has of it. Has Sam ever seen She's it? She's never fucking heard of American sure, Werewolf in London. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%, Dude. but I don't think she'd heard of it before. And when we sat down and watched it, I was like, have you ever seen it? She's like, no, absolutely not. I'm like, okay, we're buckle up. You should make her watch Paris next. She'll really fall in love. That, I literally told her, I was like, there's a sequel to this, kind of, sort of, but we're not going to watch later. it. We're not going to watch it. It's good. Fuck you. I never <laughs> said it was bad. No, he just said we're not going to watch it. Like, it's fucking insulting. Don't you fucking ever Jesus do that in American Werewolf and fucking Paris. That's <laughs> no, you need fucking to eat. movie. You're right. I do need to eat. I'm fucking hungry. It's Taco you Day. And we need the again. fucking the Taco Bell gift set. Or I don't even know what that is. I thought it's you were doing four a juice tacos. Cleanse. I lied. Why would I be doing a juice cleanse? <laughs> I don't fucking want carrot juice. <laughs> it's two Doritos Locos tacos and two Crunchy tacos. And I need it. Okay. So I'll be buying that later. Thank okay. you very much. Bye. For you, though, because you gift it to people. All right. So anyway. <laughs> How do I get it? In the mail? An American Werewolf <laughs> in London is directed by John Landis, which you may know him from movies like National Lampoon's Animal House, Ooh. The Blues Brothers. Great film. Blues Brothers 2000, okay. Twilight Zone the movie, Michael mm. Jackson Thriller. Coming mm. to America, Michael Jackson, black or white music Wait, video. Wait, he did Coming to America? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. They're trading places, too. Beverly Hills Cop 3, and he also directed three episodes of Psych. He also did Blues Brothers, the original one, didn't he? That's right. I said... You said Blue Brothers 2000. I said he, the he Blues said Brothers, and then I said Blues Brothers oh, 2000. you, like, stumbled your words because you don't know how to speak, so The yeah. second time. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he also did Trading Places, Three Amigos. Never heard of it. You never seen Three Amigos, bro? You better fucking show some goddamn no. respect, to Charlie. Um, to fucking Charlie uh, Sheen. No, I was gonna say Charlie <laughs> Sheen, but to f- fucking Chevy Chase. Never heard of her. Uh, special effects. Usually, we don't name special effects artists, but we gotta fucking give credit to Rick Baker, who created the never whole uh, wolf transformation. He also. This is the f- then. Isn't he the first person to ever win an Academy Award for makeup? So something like that. The first that was the first time ever. This was the first film to win for best makeup, and they created it just for this because yeah. of this movie. They specifically made that an Academy Award like um, category. So yeah, but he also did some work on It's Alive, The Incredible Melting Man, Videodrome, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Makes sense. Yeah, Michael Jackson brought him in specifically after he saw this movie and saw the transformation. He said, I want that in one of my music videos. Um, Psycho from 1998, The Ring, The Haunted Mansion, Cursed, the best fucking movie ever. Don't at me. Actually, you know what? Fucking at me, dog. Uh, <laughs> Maleficent. I can't fucking ever Maleficent. say Maleficent. Uh, Batman Forever. Hell yeah. Star Wars Episode 4 and 5. Men in Black, the series, like all of them. Uh, Halle Grinch Stole Christmas and Harry and the Hendersons my motherfucking movie dog sure and apparently a TV show which I don't even know they had so wait you don't know it was a TV show I had no idea I've only seen the movie I've seen the TV show have you ever seen the movie probably and uh, we'll get right into the cast David Naughton who's the main character in this uh, he plays David and his name is David in real life so and his last name is the same as my boss Wow, so now they're going to find your boss. Great. Sure. Uh, but he was also in The Sleeping Car, Amityville, A New Generation, Body Bags, Ice Cream Man, which I still haven't watched, but I bought. <laughs> uh, Big Bad Wolf, Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. <laughs> I even, I honestly didn't. I knew they were up to four. I didn't know they made a five. 
Yeah, man. I almost put that on my top three. And he was also in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And he was also in an episode of Psych. Also yeah. an episode he was in of The a, Mentalist. A million episodes of, like, a million different shows for, like, one episode. Yeah. But Psych and Mentalist are, like, two of my favorite shows, so. Never so heard he's, of He's her. had a pretty decent career. I guess. Yeah, Didn't you meet him once? He was very nice. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of Dave Naughton, I've heard that he's the mo- nicest person anyone's ever met. And when I met him, I was, like, uh, getting an autograph from, I forget, the scene where he, like, wakes up in the hospital bed. And uh, I was, like, oh, yeah, me and my, like, mom watched this, like, a couple weeks ago. It's really weird. And he's, like, yeah. And it's like, okay, guess this conversation's over. <laughs> Here's my money. Here's See you later. Twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that he was only like twenty dollars. Yeah, and that's like when we first that, started going cheap. to conventions. Yeah, for people. Yeah, the only other person that's ever been cheaper is Sid Haig. I think. R.I.P. Passed yeah. away. I don't know if we talked about that, did we? Uh, I don't. Think oh we no, did. we didn't. R.I.P. Sid Haig. Yeah, man. Um, love him. Don't know what else I can say. Uh, Jenny. A gutter. A, I thought it was a gutter. A gutter. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, it was. She's from Child's Play Two, Dark Tower, The Avengers, and Captain America: Winter Soldier. She was in Avengers. Yeah, East of Sudan. Also, she's like one of um, the people on like that World Council that they have that Man come in like hol- holograms. What? She, yeah, she's one of them. That's why she's also in with the Winter Soldier. She's also in Man in the Iron Mask. Is she really? But the TV version from 1976. The, f- the fuck would I ever put that on here for then? <laughs> if you ain't with Leo, you ain't with me. Uh, Griffin Dunn? Dune? That's my guy. He was in After Hours, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. And I don't really know. Like a bunch of other Big stuff. Big Girls but... Don't Cry, They Get Even. I, I almost used to watch put that when I was a kid all the time. I almost put that. The girl that, the main girl from that, she's like a judo champion. She like left acting. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Her- Ronda Rousey. No. Um, Hillary Wolf, maybe. I could be completely wrong. But she like went to judo for America in like 1996 and 2000 Olympics. Did she gold medal? I don't know. I don't think she probably didn't medal. But he's also in Ocean's 8, Dallas Buyers Club, yeah. Stuck on You. Yeah, I saw the Ocean's 8 and I thought about adding Well, that, that's a but- new one, I think, right? Yeah, it's one of the newer ones. Yeah. But I don't know how big of a role he is either. But he's had a pretty bigger career too. Yeah. Uh, David Schofield who was in Gladiator, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think two of them. I know one was Dead Man's Chest, and I forget mm-hmm. the other one. Uh, he was in Valkyrie and The Wolfman, which I think that's 2010. Yeah. From Hell, he was also in no The idea. Musketeer. Yes. Does that, Wolf, that Wolfman have Anthony Hopkins in it? Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah. Benicio Del Toro. And cool. that's, that's all I have for the cast, because nobody else was really like that big. Um. You better show some motherfucking respect for the one trust player, Rick, um, or Rick Maya, or whatever yeah. it is from Drop Dead Fred, R.I.P. I've never seen Drop Dead Fred. What, what do you want me to say? I don't know. Sam will probably listen to this and say you're a fucking asshole. R.I.P. Because she's going to punch you in the eye. I don't know who that is. Sam, your girlfriend. No, I mean, like, Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> like, who is he? <laughs> You've never seen the movie still. It's been fucking four seconds since you fucking mentioned it. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anybody else that you want to take note of? I'll mention someone a little bit later, but for now, that's it. Well, also... Very cryptic. John Landis is in the movie, too. Yes. Is that what you're going to mention later? No. Um, okay, but no. So, <laughs> the also, a um, little note about the cast. The studio, I don't know if you read anything. I'm sure you did. They wanted, um, instead of David Naughton and um, the other guy, Jack Goodman, they wanted... Is that his name, right? Jack Goodman? <laughs> the... 
Griffin Dunn? Griffin Dunn. Why did I say Jack Goodman? Is that Dune, his name in the Dunn, movie? Whatever. That's yeah. his name in the movie. Yeah. So they wanted um, Dan Aykroyd and like John Belushi to play that part. Yeah. I think that's because I, right... Because like, they, they were like in everything and yeah. they wanted them to play that. But John Lannis was like against it because he said, we want something new. And plus they were doing some other movie. Yeah. He was like working with them on some other movie. Yeah, I neighbors. can't imagine them doing this film. That'd no. be weird. But we say that now, but in, when this came out, it would make sense because they were in everything. Yeah. And they were like the comedic duo. But can yeah. you imagine if like... John Belushi no. got mauled. By. I could not. That's That'd a, be wild. Um, also, well, there's a bunch of stuff. So uh, a remake was apparently being made or it's was been being talked made. about that for a while. Now. Well, it was in production and Max Landis, his uh, John Landis, his son was supposed to direct it. But now there's like, he got me too. And there's like sexual assault allegations yeah. by like eight women. Yeah. And so they kind of put that shit on hold. They said, yep. You know what? Uh, we can wait on this for a second. We're gonna put this back on ice. Yeah, and um, I know that John Landis said he forgot how gory this movie was until he was like approving a DVD fucking transfer. Yeah, from two thousand. Yeah, in two thousand. So that's pretty funny. And um, speaking of Griffin Dunn and other people playing him, uh, when they were like getting work permits for the movie, the British Office of Actors Equality almost didn't give the British Trade Union too. Yeah, give a. Uh, Griffin Dunn, Dune, whatever the fuck it is, a work permit. And they said that like any actor, American actor that's in Great Britain could have played that role. So John Landis threatened to rewrite the whole movie and call it An American Werewolf in Paris. And that caused them to like give in. Which is probably how An American Werewolf in Paris came to be later. Yeah. Because like he like. Yeah, they were trying to make them use British actors, not American actors. Well, it was American actors in Great Britain, it said. I guess there's people, there's American because, actors living there that have, yeah, that are that guild members. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think everything else we can get into a little bit well, later. Yeah. Well, John, John Lannis found like um, David Naughton because he saw him in a Dr. Pepper commercial. Oh, yeah. So that too. Um, and there's a, well, there's scenes in this where he's nude. Yeah. And because of those scenes, he got fired from Dr. Pepper commercials. Yeah. They said, yeah, absolutely not. We got to get rid of you. <laughs> yeah. How funny is that? Yeah, and the guy Griffin, I think, got the job, too, because they had a conversation, that's it. And then they went over the script. He said he didn't even audition. They just talked to each other, and they said, all right, we're going to get you. John Landis is the man, man. But, and also, like, they this is they're supposed to be, like, what, college students or after college? They're, like, 36 and 30 years old at this time. Yeah, I know. They're old. But everybody, like, in movies back but then was always tell, older. But you can tell, too. You can tell, like, they weren't just out of high school. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, college. Yeah. I mean, everybody. The one's got great pubes. Who? David Naughton? <laughs> I guess. Well, okay. So, you know that when they um, filmed David Naughton, they had to be careful, like, filming his, like, uh, frontal nudity scenes because his character is supposed to be Jewish and he's uncircumcised. <laughs> they literally put that much thought. Oh, yeah, I guess because they had to. Yeah, well, John yeah, Landis. He, like, he wrote they, this when he was a teenager. Oh, John Landis? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, so, like, he... So, when he was casting him, he's like, hey, your character's going to be Jewish and it's going to be frontal nudity. And David Naughton's like, just let him know, like, I'm not circumcised, so... And he was like, okay, I guess we'll be careful. We're filming you. <laughs> and the uh, this movie, which is like kind of weird for movies, was filmed in sequence. Yeah, they said it's like... Except they, except for one part or like later, but I'll, yeah. we'll talk about This that is also John Lannis made sure this movie they filmed in February in March because they wanted bad weather. What the fuck would you want bad weather? I don't know. The weather doesn't even look that bad in it, honestly. I guess, it, like, when it's cold, it's actually cold, they said. Oh, yeah. And stuff. like, And where they filmed, I guess... That's why his dick was little in it, huh? I, I don't know if it was in the beginning when they are filming. Like, they said during the day, it would, like, snow, sleet, and then, like, the afternoon, it would go away with sun. 
just because of how that area was. Doesn't surprise me. Like Denver. So we'll move right into the movie. It starts with shots of the countryside. And we get the title card at American Werewolf in London. Blue Moon Plane, right? Yep. Blue but Moon. He tried, they tried to get Elvis's um, thing of it, the, his version, and then like they weren't licensing licensing his like music out yet. I don't know if they still do. They don't. I want to say there's three different versions of it in yeah. this movie. But they wanted his version to be yeah. in it, and they wouldn't approve it. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just for this movie or what. Because I feel like in that movie, P2, Elvis is playing. I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then you see like a truck filled with sheep driving down a road and a guy gets out and he lets out David and Jack or who are, I guess are kind of our, our main characters and he tells them to keep off the moors stick to the road see you later ladies <laughs> yeah and that was uh, improvised so that's pretty funny he was hanging out the sheeps uh, David and Jack walk down like a country road and as they walk they're talking about Debbie Klein Country yeah. roads. And how, like, she was hot or something. She, yeah. She's a jerk. I yeah. like how she's, like, how David's, like, she's mediocre at best. And, like, Jack's, like, there is nothing mediocre about that body. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And they reach East Proctor, which is a small village. I guess, is this northern England? Is that what Yeah, this is, is northern yeah. England right yeah. now. And uh, so they're in, like, the countryside. And they find the local pu- pub, the Slaughtered Lamb. <laughs> And when they go inside and the door this shuts. Is so awkward. Everybody like just stops their conversation and looks at them. And I feel like this thing is like such a movie trope. Like Oh yeah, for sure. Like when people go into a pub or a restaurant, like they're not supposed to be there, everyone just stops and looks yeah. at them. Like I feel like in IRL that wouldn't happen. I, I stop everything I'm doing and I look at no, people. No, you don't. I mean mug everybody. No, you don't. This is I exactly do. why I don't like to go to new places. Because I have an irrational well, you, fear that these things will happen. Yeah, but looking at this place, I want to go there. I don't know if it's still there. Or I feel like it is, is, but it's redone and like they sectioned off part of it. So like, there's fake walls that are in the movie. So it, it, when you yeah. look at it, because I've seen pictures of the inside, it almost doesn't look the Damn. same. Let's and, go. and the outside was is actually like a house that's been redone. And like people, those people do not like when people come up and try to take pictures. Really, I'm yeah. surprised they wouldn't use that as a tourist thing. No, it's like some people like own it and they live there, and they're just like, yeah, please don't fucking come here. <laughs> Well, it looks so like the I'm, outside and the inside were in the same place. It looks like I'm going there. Uh, so they ask for some soup and then coffee and then hot chocolate. And each time the um, barmaid tells them, like, don't have it. Nope. Gladys. Nope. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Gladys. Oh, I don't even know. And I uh, have tea. Oh, can we have that? No. Well, but I'll make she, it for you. She says that they can have spirits or tea. And then they're like, oh, well, do you have tea? And she's like, no. But I can make it for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. And then Jack points out a like um, a star on the wall, but he doesn't call it a pentagram. It's a penta. Yeah, I don't know what he called it. Penta. I don't know. Either way, penta. Oh, p- uh, picogram. Picogram. I don't think it's a picogram. <laughs> uh, but he like points it out to David, and then Jack jokes about like remembering the Alamo, which yeah. causes the whole fucking pub like start to talk and joke around. Um, and like everyone's it laughing. A tension breaker. Whatever yeah. this guy talks about, when this guy starts talking about the Alamo. Not one fucking idea what he's talking about or what he said. In the beginning, I had no idea until he gets to the actual joke where he talks about the three people on the plane. All right, then. There was this airplane over the Atlantic on its way to New York. And it was full of men from the United Nations. (laughs) Go on, ask him. You ask him. So halfway over the ocean, the engines run low on petrol. 
so they have to lighten the plane. So they heave out all the baggage, but it's still too heavy. So they chuck out all the seats, but it's still too heavy. Finally, this froggy steps up, shouts, Vive la France, and leaps out. Then an Englishman, yeah. he steps up, shouts, God save the Queen, and he leaps out. But the plane is still too heavy. So the Yank delegate from Texas, he steps up, shouts, Remember the Alamo, and chucks out the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Jack's like, ha, 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 what's up with the star? Excuse me, what's that star on the wall for? And everybody just stops. Like, this is the part where a record would fucking screech to a halt. <laughs> it pretty much does when that when a dart misses the yeah. board and hits the wall. Dude, and the guy who's playing darts acts like fucking Bullseye for fucking Daredevil. I've never seen it. With Ben Affleck. you never seen Daredevil? <laughs> I've only seen parts of it. Oh, my God. He's like, you made me miss. I, I never, never miss. miss. So is he, is Daredevil's acting like him, maybe? Well. Colin Farrell. Yeah. So, Bullseye, yes. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if that's literally where they like got some of this from. But he's like, um, I never missed that board before. And then Jack like kind of apologizes, but they're like, other patrons of the bar pretty much it's like, yeah, you got to get the fuck out. They're all starting to do that lean in a little bit like, you can just get out, get out. But then like Gladys kind of says that they can't let them go out there. Um, but the dart player says, go. Stay on the road. Beware keep clear of the, the moon. Mo- keep clear of the moors. And then chess player tells him like, yeah, beware of the moon, lads. Very northern British thing to say, <laughs> lads. Uh, but Jack and David like leave and they start walking in the dark. And then you see Gladys again and she says, like, You can't just let them go. And the chess player says, Should the whole world know our business then? And then the dark player goes, It's murder then. Like, but he acts like he's not one of the yeah, people who I just kicked them the fuck so out. So it's murder then. And I like yeah. the chess player's yeah. like, so be it. Yeah. It's in God's hands. I would have been like, bitch, you just kicked him out first. You were literally the first person to be yeah. like, yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, you missed the dartboard, now they have to die? Yeah. All right, whatever. So it starts to like rain as David and Jack walk down the road like and into the moors, and they start singing. I don't remember what the fuck they sing. Honestly. Yeah, supposedly David was very mad at this part. Why? When they were filming wet. and it was raining, he was like furious, like yeah. cranky, like didn't want to do it. Which I understand. I mean, they look cold. He's a prima donna, huh? When they it was freezing this. outside. Uh, so then at the pub, like everyone hears a howl of a wolf, and Gladys says, "Like, oh, you must go to the boys." The one guy's like, "I didn't hear anything." <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I don't hear shit. The first time it howls up, <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear anything. And I like how, like, right after he says it, you just hear, yeah. and like everybody's looking at each other, like, "I definitely didn't hear that." <laughs> nope. <laughs> So David and Jack also hear it as they're walking, but they like just keep going anyway, and they take notice that there's a full moon out. Um, and then they realize that they're not on the road anymore, and they decide to head back to the slaughtered lamb. I do not know how they just like it. Just they all of a sudden just realize that like, dude, we're not. We're in the middle of nowhere. You've been walking in a straight line. Yeah, and like there's a difference between walking on fucking pavement or or and, dirt and, and a and, and a field. Yeah. And so as they uh, they decide to go back to the slaughter lamb, and as they walk, they realize that they're lost and that something is circling them. They decide to keep on walking anyway, even though they're scared, and they think like, maybe it's just a dog or something. And they start to kind of jog, and then as they're jogging, David falls on the ground, I guess because the grass is all wet, so he slipped. Uh, and then as Jack goes to help him up, he's attacked by the beast, and it like, claws beast. and bites the shit out of him. It, it just... 
destroys him. And David just gets up and is like, fuck this. And starts like running. running. Yeah. And then as he's running away, he's like, God, I gotta go back for Jack. So he like turns yeah, he around. He ran, yeah, for like 20 seconds and said, yeah. wait a second. I gotta go back and be a yeah. real man. Oh, he's like, oh, Jack. <laughs> yeah. So he runs back for Jack, but by then, like, Jack's already fucking dead. So he finds Jack, like, dead and mauled, and then he gets attacked himself. And while he's being attacked, he's only attacked, like, two seconds. Yeah. He, the fucking beast gets shot by the men from the slaughtered lamb, saving him. And all delirious, he looks over, and he sees the naked man with wounds bleeding out. So, yeah. Uh, David then begins awakening uh, in a hospital bed where kind of led to believe that maybe some time has passed. He looks like his... He has some fresh scars on his face. Um, and right away, the first thing I noticed was this does not look like a very comfortable hospital to stay in. It's the 70s in Britain, so I don't really know. You know? Yeah. I wasn't there. I don't know what it's like. Well, it was, yeah. Well, it was, yeah, what? Well, this probably filmed in the 80s. Was this filmed in the 80s, though? It came out in 81. It must have been filmed in like 79. I thought 80. maybe 79 or maybe something. Maybe But the nurse comes in and she says, I think he's from New York. And the other one says, I don't think so. He's Jew. <laughs> I, I can tell. So is she trying to say Jewish people can't be from New York? I don't understand. I think that she was saying he's circumcised. I understand. But she says, when she says, I think he's from New York, she says, no, he's Jewish. I don't know. That's why I don't understand what that even means. I don't know either. Um, but David calls out for Jack in his sleep, and then uh, Nurse Alex, what's her last name? Does anybody know off the top of her head? Um, Pierce? No. Yes, Pierce. Pierce. Alex Pierce, yes. yes. Um, she like hears it, and the doctor comes in, Dr. Hirsch, and excuses the nurse, but then she tells him that he called out for Jack, and the doctor says it's his friend who died, and that the police report says they were attacked by an escaped lunatic. A very powerful man. A very powerful man. Uh, David dreams about running through the forest, and he's like awoken by the doctor, Doctor Hirsch, and he asks like where he is, and the doctor tells him that they're in London and that Jack is dead. So David starts to kind of freak out, especially like when the doctor says, or uh, the doctor and the U.S. ambassador are there, and the U.S. ambassador Mr. Collins. says, "Yeah, this is so funny." And the that, way this guy talks is unbelievable. That they've contacted their family and everything is in order. Why? Why? When he talk, he like seems like he's so happy to have a line in a movie. David, he, you're being hysterical. Yeah, he, he almost looks like David Cross if David Cross was a little bit skinnier. Yeah, but this guy's from the Muppets and shit like that. But Is like, it? yeah, I, I love how he's trying to like tell David stop acting out, you know. Blah, blah, blah. And then as he's walking out of the room, he's like, "These young people are so ungrateful." And I'm like, "Dude, his best friend just got murdered in front of him." Yeah, How do you he, expect him to he's act? He's there to help him, though, you know? Not you, Siri, you stupid bitch. <laughs> I thought that was my phone. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, <laughs> so after that, um, we find out David has been in the hospital. He's trying to get up, and then they sedate him. Yep. And then you find out David's been in the hospital for three weeks. I want to be sedated. And, and then this is when David tells him a wolf attacked them, attacked uh, him and Jack. All right, so the police from the Scotland Yard come Wait, and ask about David because they hear that he's conscious now. And they're like, I guess they met with the doctor in his office. And then somebody, inter well, I think the secretary interrupts saying that somebody called for the doctor. And he's like, uh, 
tell him I'm not here. Tell, tell him I died. <laughs> like, I'm not taking any more calls, ever. <laughs> so then they go to David, and David says again that he was attacked by a wolf, which goes against the report, and he knows, but he's sorry. And the police, this is the police say there was witnesses, and David said, how could there be witnesses? It was dark out. And so... And then they say again that the case is closed and they it, leave. Yeah, it's a it's a cold, easy case. Yeah. It's it was a very by a mental person. And then it goes again to David dreaming, but this time he's running through the forest and you can actually see him and he's naked and he comes across a deer and he tackles that bitch and it's fucking <laughs> fucking eating it, like yeah. eating it raw. Um Nurse Alex is making her rounds around the hospital where she visits a little boy named Benjamin. Oh, I hate this fucking. And he kid. only says no. I feel like they couldn't get him to like say lines, so they said to say whatever you want. No. And my favorite part of this is while she's talking to Benjamin, some like other little boy like walks up and smacks her ass. I never, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he like yeah he like, that, takes the comic or something. I know that, but yeah. I didn't know he and then he smacks her on the yeah, ass. Yeah, he slaps so she, like, her. He, 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 he me too, sir. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I respect it because she was looking good in this movie. And I don't think that that was planned. Why? I wonder if that I wonder if that kid just did it and they like oh, I don't we'll see this a little kid like doing that and then being like yeah no we'll just leave this in dude little kids are wild she makes her way back to David with food and he keeps telling her he's not hungry and she said she'll have to feed him and he has uh, literally the grossest food I've ever seen in my life whatever that meat was it's hospital food man let me feed you baby bird mashed potatoes probably good but uh, so he puts up resistance she likes um sits on his bed and cuts his food for him and forces the food into his mouth by like holding his nose and he's like ah! and so she <laughs> that shoves was good. shit in there that was good um, and again David's dreaming but this time he's like uh, running about the forest and he's wearing his backpacking gear from in the beginning of the movie and he sees himself in the hospital bed and then it cuts to a close up of him where he opens his eyes and mouth revealing fangs and yellow eyes um, almost animalistic looking eyes and that's probably one of the most iconic images from yeah, the movie. Yeah, hundred percent. And those contacts actually like really bothered him because they were glass contacts again. Damn, again, yeah, they got him. I don't know if real like other contacts were a thing back then. No, because I don't think they happened until after Last Boys. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, that's the the picture I was getting signed by David Naughton. Yes, he just said yeah. And I said okay, glad we're done with this conversation. <laughs> uh, so the doctor talks to him about his bad dreams and he asks if he got a good look at the man who did this and David again says it was a wolf and asks if he or anyone even went to the slaughtered lamb or saw Jack's body or anything so the doctor says no and that his wounds were cleaned and dressed before he arrived which is kind of weird and he needs to calm down because the doctor's letting him leave in three or four days basically yeah yeah the doctor's like you know you better calm down you're gonna you're, you're going home soon but David says like he doesn't want to be alone, and he, uh, the doctor says that he will send someone in. It's Nurse Price. That's what I remember. Price. That's what Nurse it is. Price. Not Pierce Price. You're right. So obviously, we got to have that plot convenience. And out of all the nurses, Nurse Price is assigned to overnight watch to be with him. And she is reading by his bedside when she notices that David is awake and staring at her. Um she basically asked David, you know, hey, do you want me to read to you? And he's like, yes, please. And so she begins to read to him. And it's actually, uh, it's not a bad scene, but definitely David has got some feelings. <laughs> Something going on. Well, says, You're a very beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I feel like they just added that in there, too. 
like force that scene in there? No, like I don't know. I feel like they wanted them to have a romantic relationship. Like they wouldn't do it a different way. Well, I'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. then at home, uh, David's brother and sister are watching Muppets on TV as a knock comes to the door, and David's mom is cooking, so she asks someone to get it. So da- David's dad gets up, and <laughs> when he opens, when he opens the door. Everyone just begins to get shot by Nazi werewolves. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking wild. David watches as he's held like at knife point as the werewolves wreck his house, lighting shit on fire, and they just kill his family and then eventually cut his throat. Remember when Travis was like texting us, asking us what movie had like zombie or Nazi like werewolves in it? We're like American yeah. Werewolf in London. He's like, no, no, no. I and then he like. We were like naming somebody. He's like, no, I don't know. And then like two days later, he's like, oh, it's an American werewolf from London. We're like, you stupid fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> or he said zombie werewolves or something. I legit forgot about this scene. So I was sitting there with uh, I was sitting there with Susan, and when it popped on screen, I was she was she was like, what is happening? I was like, I forgot about this, but I'm so happy I forgot about this. This is such a pleasant re-surprise. They literally don't explain it like in the least why they're fucking zombies. Why they're Nazis? Yeah, no, not Nazi werewolves. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and they shriek and they have like they're not yeah. gonna- and the good thing I like about these werewolves is I'm sure if you held the camera on them longer it would look cheesy as fuck because they're clearly like um, guys masks in masks that, yeah, yeah that don't move but they don't it's like quick shots and it doesn't look that bad honestly no yeah it's it's cool well he wakes up revealing it was all just a dream and nurse Alex gets up to open the curtains for him and because like she realizes he's awake, and when she does, the Nazi fucking werewolf pops out, pops out from behind the curtains. Out. Pops out from behind the curtains, stabbing her to death. Yo, those things are wild. Uh, David wakes up again, revealing it was all just another nightmare. And a man brings, uh, I forget what his title is, a porter or something like that. Mm. He brings uh, David his breakfast, and when he looks up from his food, he sees Jack, clawed and mangled, but reanimated and alive kind of sort of yeah the undead so david thinks he's going crazy but jack tells him that uh tells him about his funeral and how he says like he's there to kind of warn david and they were attacked by a werewolf and the last werewolf needs to be killed to sever the lifeline meaning like david needs to die so Uh, jack doesn't have to walk the earth anymore yes in limbo he says that he's stuck in limbo until the werewolf that killed him is dead and uh, tells him to kill himself, pretty much. Which doesn't make sense, because if he's stuck in limbo till the werewolf who killed him is dead, maybe he means the light, the bloodline? I think he said the bloodline of the werewolf has oh, to be terminated. Yeah. The last strain. Yeah. So then he uh, tells him to beware of the moon, and as this is happening, David calls for like a nurse the whole time, screaming, he's like, nurse, nurse! Because <laughs> he's a little bitch boy. Yeah. And then he's crying, and then he just starts kissing her. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure that's assault, but okay. That's assault, brother. What is that from? Anyway. Uh, uh what? Fuck, I don't know what that's from, but I know what it's from. Yeah. <laughs> uh so he says he tells her that he's a werewolf and that his friend Jack came, his dead friend Jack, and visited him. And uh Alex like listens and David thinks that maybe he was just dreaming again, but then Alex asks if he has anywhere to stay when he gets out of the hospital. I don't understand this. Like this nurse is taking care of him, and like she just watched this dude just start having a crying fit, kiss her without even any warning, and then be like, "I'm a werewolf." People like can to I stay f- at your house? People you like to fix over? people. That's how it is. <laughs> and she's horny, wild. She doesn't have time to meet people outside of work. She's always working. Yeah, and I think he also tells her he's gonna become a werewolf in two days. Yeah, 
Oh, she's got two days to play. So he's discharged, and Alex takes him home, or takes him to the store first, and then on the subway, and then... That's when they meet the punks on the subway. Yeah, he's, like, making faces as the punks are, like, making out uh, before they get to her flat, because I'm I'm the real British guy, so I I know all the lingo. I'm going to give you guys the lingo throughout this movie, so don't you worry. Uh, She gives him the tour of the house, and when they get to the bedroom, he comments on how there's only one bed, and... She says, uh, "This is a fucking weird too." Yeah, she says like she's not in the habit of bringing home young stray American men, um, but she says she finds him very attractive and a little sad. And she offers to like, <laughs> "I've him... had seven lovers. Yeah, <laughs> three of them have been one night stands." But I think she's just saying like it ain't the happening. Fuck! Bitch. Why would you? But then they start like making sex. Well, first she offers to let him watch the telly, which is also an English word I would know because I've been to England. At what point do they get in the TARDIS? I lied. I've never been to England. But um, <laughs> it cuts to, like, yeah, them kissing and, like, hugging up on each other in the shower. And then they move into the bed where they start to make sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as they're laying there in bed at night after the sex making. <laughs> David, <laughs> Don't, please do it. I'm going to delete that laugh. David <laughs> has to use the bathroom, so he gets up to piss. And then That's standing my... at the sink, he shuts the medicine cabinet door. Which is a, or her trope too. Yeah. Uh, reveals Jack standing behind him and now looking a little bit more rotten, kind of green. He's starting to decompose. So he screams out and they head out to the living room to talk. And Jack tells David that tomorrow is the full moon and he's going to change into a monster. And he needs to kill himself. He has to kill himself before it's too late. And then David asks if he's really dead and Jack asks, like, what do you think? So David says that he thinks he's just another, uh, he's just another bad dream. And Jack says he needs to kill himself before he takes another life. And as they're talking, Alex wakes up and makes her way into the living room asking if David's all right. I heard two people talking. I heard people talking. Yeah, she said, yeah, people. Yep. And David says that he doesn't think so. Like, he doesn't think he's all right. And he says that he saw Jack again and that Jack told him he's going to change into a monster. And he asks if she's ever seen the Wolfman because, I guess, in it, Lon Chaney's dad in it has to kill him. Yeah. Never know. I've never seen it, so I don't know. And uh, she just kind of like laughs it off. But then Dr. Hirsch drives to East Proctor to investigate, because that's what people do in horror movies. They investigate. And he goes into the slaughtered lamb. And as soon as he goes in and orders a drink, he brings up the two American boys who were attacked. And everyone's like, okay, you got to go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, he says, oh, you know, it's a few weeks ago. The last full moon. And then he makes notice of a star on the wall. And they say, oh, it's been there 200 years. They were going to paint over it, but it's tradition. <laughs> it's tradition. Yeah. So then they ask if there's a... They ask, like, if he's a cop. Because, you know, if anybody asks if you're a cop, mm-hmm. you have to tell him if you're a cop. Yeah. Unless you're undercover. So he said he's a doctor where David was brought. And he come to, came to investigate the story about a werewolf. They act kind of like a, like dicks after that. They're kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's, just, he's just pissing everyone off in the pub. Yeah. So the dart player says that he's going to go check on the dogs. The, the dogs are fine. <laughs> so Dr. Hirsch uh, understands that he's pretty much unwanted and decides to leave. But before he gets into his car, he meets with the dart player outside. Hey, listen. That boy's in danger. I mean, it was a mistake. Don't let him leave, do you? There's something wrong with this place. There's not much I understand. 
It's the one who lived. He's the one who's in danger, and not just him. Others will be, too. It's almost full moon. He'll change. He'll... That's enough! That's enough! And then he's interrupted by the chess player who says, like, That's enough! That's good. That's good. You might have a career in this. Yeah, I've been practicing. That's enough! And then it uh, goes back to Alex leaving for work, and she's leaving David at her flat, which is her apartment. Just filling you guys in. And uh, <laughs> when she walks away, he's, like, being barked at by a dog who's being walked by two little girls. And then he realizes he locked himself out of the flat, so before he gets... Uh, he's trying to, like, sneak in through a window, and a cat's, like, hissing at him. Fuck that cat. Do you know how they got the cat to hiss? Peed on it. No, they just held up another fucking cat, like, close to it, and it was like... <laughs> <laughs> that's weird I don't know that's pretty good that's too many cats <laughs> uh, so he looks at himself in the mirror pretending to be an animal snarling and growling and checking his teeth and he starts watching the telly but quickly gets bored so he goes from laying in the bed to checking the refrigerator even though he's not hungry reading he's, he keeps saying not hungry standing at the front door to the building and he looks at himself in the mirror again still not hungry and he goes back to the yep, refrigerator he's like oh still not hungry <laughs> also when he turns on the TV like um that fucking lady that's on there like she's like talking about like doing like a Dr. Phil show or something like that like, cocaine a- destroyed my life yeah I had promiscuous sex it was so fucking watch weird. my life story like it was naked like- truth so it becomes nighttime, and while uh, David's reading, he starts like screaming and about how he's burning up, and he starts ripping off his shirt, uh, and as sweat pours from him, he begins to transform, morphing into a werewolf, with special effects by Rick Baker, uh, which still hold up pretty well today, if I do say so myself. I think they hold up incredibly well. Yes. And um, Rick Baker was also very mad about this, because he said he spent months making these fucking effects, and like... Mm getting them right and then only seven seconds of like the face transformation was used and he was like really upset and thought he like wasted his time until he actually saw this movie he said okay no this looks pretty good I'm pretty happy with it true story uh, you see a couple who's dropped off by a taxi at a house and they decide not to go through the front door it's fucking weird we're gonna go around back yeah, and they're scare them fucking they're up fucking stairs bro you idiot fucks um but as they're making their way around the back, they're attacked by Werewolf David, killing them, tearing them apart as the couple upstairs is, like, waiting for their friends. And the woman who's upstairs kind of sees stuff out the window, but she can't really see because it's dark. Um, but There's she, like, hooligans tells, out there. Yeah, and because of that, like, she gets her significant other to go out and take a look, and he finds their slaughtered friends when he steps in their remains. Dr. Hirsch arrives back at the hospital and asks to talk to Alex. Um, he tells her he went to East Proctor and is worried about David and asks for the number to reach him at the flat. He gets no answer and then asks Alex about David and if he's been talking about werewolves. And he says that um, the file for the attack is missing and that the small village is hiding something. Yeah. He says he thinks David may... Uh, he thinks that David may think he will become a werewolf during the next full moon and hurt himself or someone else in the process. Yeah, he thinks like the town's under some type of mass hypnosis <laughs> or mass neurosis. He's like, he's like, we don't know if they were affected by this. Yeah. 
Um, and then at a junkyard, you see a couple of hobos. One who's played by Sidney Bromley, who's also in the never-ending fucking story, dog. Never-ending story. The only thing I've ever seen is that from Stranger Things, though. Oh, well, I guess trailer. you wouldn't understand. Do you know who he is in the never-ending story? He's like the little elf dude who's like, um, tells Atreyu how to get through like the um, the two statues that two shoot together. lasers. Yeah. Wow. That's him. Yeah. As soon as I saw him, like the first or... First time I was old enough to realize people in movies, I I, I was like, dude, I think it's the guy from The Nevering Story. And it took me forever to find it because I didn't know his character's name. But it was him. Um, So at uh, they hear like the howls of a wolf and then they both get attacked. Or is it three? Three. Three. three, three. three. Yeah, you're right. At a subway station, a man gets off a train. And while he's buying candy. He gets off the tube. Yeah, you're not a real fucking British boy. Right. I'm a a London boy. boy. Culture, you know I love please. the London boys. I enjoy walking Camden, walking in the afternoon. I was singing that all day at Six Flags, and Sam just kept telling me to shut the fuck up. Sam, that's very rude. Don't use the F word. Well, she didn't say shut the fuck up, but she's like, what are you saying? And then when I finally like would finish, she'd be like, I had no idea what you were talking about. I'm like, I've been singing this all day. So Anyway, while buying candy, he hears some growls, and he gets a little scared. This so guy's he, a pussy, too. So he starts making his way out of the station. I uh, shall report this <laughs> for someone making growling noise. He looks back, and he sees the monster following him, but we don't see it. Yeah. So he begins to sprint. Uh, he makes his way to an escalator and throws himself like onto it. <laughs> he throws some briefcase, which like, And also the movies it. on the wall, one of them says, like, nonstop orgy. Is like one of yeah, the movies yeah, playing, and like, yeah, yeah. see you next Wednesday, which I think one He's of the playing later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we get a shot of like the top from the top of the escalator, and you see the werewolf enter frame, and then you get a close up of the man's face, and it cuts to like a lion roaring. That was a good cut. Yeah, it is. So David is waking up in uh, naked in the wolf enclosure at a zoo, where that's where the lion is as well. Not in the same enclosure, but you know at the zoo, mm-hmm. and he realizes where he is, and he like, climbs out of the top. I like how he looks at the wolves and he's just like, "What's up, guys?" Uh, yeah. What is he? Well, he says something real funny. I forget what it is. He like says like a one-liner to the wolf or something. I have no idea. But he only did one take of this because he said he didn't want to get back in the enclosure with the wolves again. He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to go back in with real." Wolves. I mean, he's naked in a closure with wolves. Yeah. So they just took the one like take, and that's it. Um, and then at the same time, Alex is at home and she gets a call from Doctor Hirsch telling her that David. Yes, is uh, no, no. So yeah, she gets David. a call from the doctor, and she tells him that uh, David is not there, and that she doesn't know where he is. And he's been gone all night, basically. And then back at the zoo, David's like sneaking around naked, trying not to be seen, but then walks out in front of a fucking old ass lady. And he's like, "Hello," or something like that. <laughs> and then he hops into a fucking bush, and from the bush. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love this part. From the bush, he starts like yelling out, convincing a boy with like balloons to come over. I'll give you one pound, two pounds, two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so when the boy like walks over, um, they talk and he's they say, "I don't know who you are." I'm uh, the famous balloon thief. Why would a thief want to give me two pounds? Here, I'll explain it to you. Uh, and then he snatches the balloons from the boy and runs off, grabbing a lady's red jacket that's like on the back of a bench as she's distracted, talking to who I'm assuming is her husband. I'm not really sure, but I assume. And then the little boy goes up to his mom and says, Yes, sir? A naked American man stole my balloons. What? 
Dr. Hirsch <laughs> buys a newspaper and sees an article about like a couple who were murdered and half eaten. And then David, now only dressed in a long red jacket, waits for the bus as he's like looked at by people. Like they look at him like he's fucking crazy. He's saying like crazy weather we're having. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he arrives like back at the flat and tells Alex that he doesn't remember last night and he just woke up at the zoo. And then at the same time, Dr. Hirsch phones again to check up and Alex says that David's there and he's acting normally and that he doesn't remember last night. So Dr. Hirsch asks if she's read the paper and asks him to her to bring in David just to keep him under his care. So they start to make their way to the hospital, but while in a cab, the driver tells them about a murder or the murders. Six that, murders. That happened around the city. Makes a nice reference to Sweeney Todd. Is that what that is? Yeah, he was like, he's like, we haven't seen nothing like this since Fleet Street. And I'm like, oh, oh this is Sweeney Todd. The demon of Fleet Street. I didn't know yeah. what that, I didn't know that. Sweeney Todd yeah. reference. But he also tells, yeah, he says the six murders last night. Uh, and then David gets all worked up and jumps out of the cab saying that he needs to turn himself in and that there's going to be a full moon. And Alex tries to like get him to act rational and he starts yelling about becoming a werewolf. Uh, he finds a Bobby, who's an English police officer, for you motherfuckers who've never been to England like me. And uh, tells him that he committed the murders and he needs to be arrested. And then Alex tries to like say he's just messing around and he starts yelling at the English Bobby. Mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth is a man. Prince Charles is a faggot. Winston Churchill was full of shit. That's enough. No, let Shakespeare's French. Fuck shit. Cut shit. Come on, that's enough. No. The Bobby tells him to move along, but David like keeps uh, screaming. I like how the Bobby's like, if you keep this up, I'm going to arrest you. And he's like, that's the idea. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And uh, he tells Alex that he loves her, but he needs to stay away. From, she needs to stay away from him. And then she, like, runs off. So Alex goes to Dr. Hirsch, who meets up with the detectives from earlier, saying that they'll find David. David calls home from a payphone and talks to his sister. I don't remember her name. Rachel. Rachel. And he tells her that he's still in London, but... Tells her to tell mom and dad that he loves them and tells her not to fight with Max. He says he loves her and he loves Max. And then he gets off the phone and puts a Swiss army knife up to his wrist. You know what's wild? That he tries to kill himself with a Swiss army knife, which aren't fucking sharp. Yeah, but like, I don't know what it is. I can watch werewolf gore. I can watch so much and like not get queasy stomach. But the second he pressed that against his wrist, I get like... Because it's real. I just get... I really Yeah, like I, I just get really like... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like I get that, I get that queasiness in my stomach. Yeah. So, but he can't kill himself. So he walks out of the phone booth and he sees Jack, who's motioning for him to come into the porn theater with him, <laughs> where "See You Next Tuesday" is playing. See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday was the first thing that they filmed. Yeah. When they started production, John Landis directed it. This porno was made just for this movie. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. That's why it's so fucking weird. The guy comes in, he's like. <gasps> Oh, both of you, like, and they're like, I don't even know you. He's like, oh, sorry, then. <laughs> like, <walk out. laughs> Dude, that's my favorite fucking part. I think of this whole honestly movie. is that is when that happened, yeah. I lost it. <laughs> yeah. So he sits next to uh, the more de- decayed Jack, whose skin is now like missing from parts of his face, and Jack pretty much says, "Like, I told you so." This is a puppet, isn't it? Yeah, I would assume. It I has think this to is be. a puppet. I would assume it has to be because you see like the teeth and everything. It looks like, good. Yeah. Oh, it looks awesome. And like the the uh, the skin is is uh, backed away from the eye from like the eye socket, so you yeah. see the eyeball moving around freely. It, it's good. It's really good effect. I like how they did that. 
Um, when David says he doesn't remember last night, Jack introduces himself or introduces David to like the other people who he killed, who are now also stuck in limbo, and they tell him that he must die and he should kill himself. And he asks how he should do it, and they start giving him ideas. The gun. I know where you can get a gun. Don't I need a silver bullet or something? Oh, be serious, would you? Madness. No, a gun would be good. Yes, you just put the gun to your forehead and pull the trigger. But if you put it in your mouth, you'd be sure not to miss. Thank you. You're all so thoughtful. A knife. An electric shock. A car crash. You could throw yourself in front of a tube. Drowning. So then while sitting in the back of the theater, it's becoming night and he starts transforming again. And an usher comes over to David and he just tells the usher to like run. But he doesn't. So a second usher goes in and is attacked like as well. They both get attacked. They're dead. It's about to get wild in this porno theater. So the police arrive and the lady from the ticket booth is like screaming outside and a Bobby goes inside to find the bodies on the ground and he starts searching for like more, I guess, and stumbles across the werewolf David fucking eating one of his victims, which really fucking cool effect. And he runs out, closing the barricade gate slash door thing behind him uh, and he yells for backup and guns because they don't have guns right yeah um, you're like, he's like get the rifles yeah so I think in this scene too um, they got permission to film because they set up a, um, a thing for everyone to watch a movie for free I can't remember what movie it was like in that town and oh. they were allowed to film there for two nights oh I didn't even hear about that that's awesome yeah I'm pretty sure it's this part and then they what they would do for like the traffic they said that like the, the light would go for like four minutes and then it would like I mean, um, it would stop for four minutes at a time, and then they would then it would go back to like normal traffic, and it would stop, and then they would film. Oh, like outside? Yeah. So they oh. were allowed to film from like one a.m. to four a.m. for this. So this was done in two nights. This whole like ending scene. That's crazy. I, I feel like they probably filmed this pretty quick. This whole yeah. movie. I mean, considering a lot of the complexities that went into this sequence, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Especially this part. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. a bunch of backup arrives and David breaks through, grabbing a man by the neck and rips his head off. <laughs> and then he runs like into the street, causing a bus to crash, which results in a car pileup where a man's fucking thrown out of a vehicle. Isn't that John is... Landish? Too? I don't I'm pretty know sure I read something is. that says that he got thrown out of a car in one of the scenes too. That could have been him. But then his head's like run over by another car and they're all just smashing. This is, yeah, then another car comes up. This is literally one of the most wild scenes in any movie. Yeah. Like, for this whole one-minute period. more people it's, died in this sequence than in all of his other victims. I thought you were going to say, like, than any other movie. I was going to say, Rawhead Rex had, like, a similar thing. Yeah. Like, people started went, dying. When they went to the yeah. campsite. Yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Hirsch goes to Alex's flat to inform her of what's going on, and they leave. And then it goes back to Werewolf David as he's, like, cornered in a dead end. And the police try to... But okay, so when she go when he goes to the flat and talks to Alex, he's like, "I heard there's um, I heard there's a um a disturbance at the the movie, whatever it's called. There's no cell phones back then. How the fuck did he hear that? Police banner. He, he literally heard it. He like put his ear out the window and he fucking heard that was yelling. like. Uh, I'm pretty sure for him to go be somewhere at say his house or the hospital, yeah. then drive to Alex's place to let her know that. I'm pretty sure that the I'm looking too much into it. He but. didn't even drive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yes, I'm pretty sure the person who had their head ripped off was the Scotland Yard inspector. Was it? I think that's who it was because like he showed up. With they his, show up. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then, like, he's, like he's walking head... up to the door when David busts through. Yeah, and yeah. so the lieutenant guy gets spared, like the yeah. the bumbling idiot. But the guy who was the skeptic the whole time. So maybe like he was with 
Hirsch and told them, hey, we have to go respond to this incident. We got a call. And Dr. Hirsch is like, ooh, let me go get the Alex. We need to go find out what's going on with David. Looking good. I need to go hang out with So him. then he pick, I guess he picks up Alex <laughs> and they, they head over to where this whole scene's happening. And then they get out. This is another weird thing. When Alex and the Hirsch pull up, they both walk out of the car. She continues walking. And he turns around and gives the taxi guy money. Why is that weird? He's, I don't, I'm saying he's like, English and he's polite. I know, but I'm saying like just in like the whole hysteria that's going outside, like around there, and you can see it when they pull up. You got to pay your lift driver. And then he like walks away, and then it's like, oh shit, I have to pay this guy. And like, I don't know. It's just funny to me. I just laughed at that. That's good. So Alex runs to the alley, followed by Dr. Hirsch, but she pushes her way like through the line of police with rifles aimed at the werewolf, David, which I don't know how the fuck she got through that easy. Um, well, they're polite in England. Yeah, and she walks towards David, telling him that they're going to kill him, and she pleads with him to let her help him. And she loves him. She tells him that she loves him, and then he leaps at her. So when he leaps at her, they open fire, shooting David. How they don't fucking hit her, I don't literally, know. I literally they're said... 40 yards away from her, yeah. and three perfect shots at him. They yeah. must have called the British SAS. Like yeah, this, something. I don't, I don't know what to say. Like These guys crack shots. But the police uh, begin to run down the alley, and when the camera goes to, uh, back to David, he's now in his human form with bullet wounds, and Alex begins to cry, and it cuts to the credits. It's a weird cut. And that is An American Werewolf in London from 1981. That's it. I don't know. Um, you want to go first? I feel like Kyle should go first, since this seems to be very happy about this movie. All right, I like this movie. Didn't... So it's a 9 out of 10 for me. Um I think that the movie, it's excellently paced. Um, it doesn't feel long like at all, and it's kind of longer than an average movie. The average movie is like an hour and 30 minutes, this hour and 37, and it doesn't even feel like that at all to me. Um, I think the special effects are awesome, and I th- love how they don't show too much until the end, but even then, like you don't see a whole lot, so it doesn't feel cheesy when you're looking at the werewolf. I think they did a good job of mixing... like. Humor and gore slash horror in this. Uh, and I kind of like that it's more on the comedic side. And I think they did that. They said they did that on purpose because it'd be hard to take like a werewolf like that seriously. So I think they did the right thing. Um, the only reason I get... Don't, I, I love this movie and I could watch it probably a million times. The only reason I don't give it a 10 out of 10 is because the end is just so sudden. Like all this shit just happens and then the movie's over and you're like, what the fuck just happened? So because of that, I give it a 9 out of 10. Because I've always felt like it it, not, it doesn't even feel rushed. It just feels sudden. Like you're like, what? Wait, what the fuck just happened? So It's like it ate too fast and now you're like, oh. Yeah, I guess. I well, that happens to, to me every day. That so happens to me a lot. I'm, I'm used to it. <laughs> um, but my favorite kill is it's either the whole fucking family that just gets destroyed by the fucking Nazi werewolves. <laughs> Or the guy who gets his fucking head run over. Because yeah. <laughs> like, both of those are just so outrageous. I can't choose. I honestly can't. Uh, but my least favorite is probably the hobos. Because I think that's the least amount of stuff you actually see. Yeah, you don't see anything. You just hear like the roars and that's it. But yeah, that's it. Mark? So, I told Kyle this the other day. I, well, I've probably only seen this movie once. I've like, So I haven't seen this in a very long time. And to be honest... It's really not as good as I remember it to be, and I know Kyle's about to have a heart attack. I'm not going to have a heart attack. It's your opinion, man. Yes. It might be wrong, I, like Rob's that, opinions. That but. Can't, you can't, mm-hmm. Your opinions can't be wrong. My, yeah, mine can't, but yours can. No. I have all the wrong opinions. Um, so 
I feel like this movie at times, like when it's good, it's good. But at times, it's when it's nothing's really happening. It's kind of like boring, to me at least. When I watched this, I was kind of like, this isn't as good as I remember it to be. Um, with the whole thing with the girl too, like I don't see like the the reason for her to be in this. I don't know, Alex. Yeah, like she's like, oh, I'm a, your nurse. Okay, I love you. Come to my house, like. Because without the love story, I, I that's and, what I'm saying. I feel like they just put that in there because they wouldn't have any story. Yeah, that's what that. There's no other reason for her to be there because, but because of that, but like, she looked good. <laughs> so like the whole beginning of the movie is kind of boring. Like for half an hour of the movie, when they're like walking around, and he's in the hospital. It's kind of boring. Then when it gets to his dreaming scene and he's like his whole family gets fucking slaughtered, then it's like holy shit, this is so good, and then it's boring again to me. Um, I would give this movie. Six out of ten. It's not the worst, especially with the end when they have like this whole five minute scene where it's like the whole thing is going fucking crazy. All the stuff is happening, and then it's like bang, movie's over. And so that's another thing when I say it's good, it's good. When that when that all that happens, you're like, wow, this is really good. Um, it does go by fast, but there are times where I'm this I'm kind of bored of this movie. Did and, you say you're surprised it got a seven point five? Only because. I've always read and stuff that people love this movie. And so I'm surprised it didn't get higher because I, than that, because I always heard people love this movie. So this is really technically only my second time seeing this movie. I have seen parts of it. Like when it was on TV, I would watch it and stuff like that, but fully watching it. This is, I've only seen it twice. So maybe it will get better with time, but maybe it won't. But uh, my favorite kill is definitely when the fucking family gets slaughtered by the Nazis, um, Nazi werewolves. It's just so out of nowhere and just so wild. And they just start burning everything in the house. And you're like, you don't, you can't even, it happens so fast. You can't comprehend what's going on and you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. And when you think of this movie, you don't really think of it. Like Rob said, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I don't forget, like I would know it's coming, but like, it's always like, it still doesn't fit in. It's so random. It's so funny. And I love it. Yeah, so the, the same thing, the hobos or whatever is... There's not really many things like that you see, like, I guess, kills you would see on scene. Yeah. I mean, on the scene that are, like, crazy gory. Yeah, um, you're right. But, so, 6 out of 10. Um, it's, uh, it's I recommend it. You should watch it. Um, I don't know. I just feel, like, indifferent about it right now. So. All right, Rob. Rob, you picked it? You say. Okay. So, originally after viewing it, I had come to a 7 out of 10, but there are some aspects that have bumped it to an 8 out of 10 for me, and I'll kind of go into why. So, I saw this a long time ago. I had forgotten a lot of it, so I was eager to revisit it and see if it held up to my expectation, and it did for many in many respects. Uh, I think the chemistry between... Um, David and oh my gosh the name's escaping me uh Alex no Jack Jack the chemistry between the two friends is great uh it establishes really early on this kind of natural like they riff off each other really well and I like that a lot and it feels very grounded right off the start um I like a lot of the cliche stuff in it like the pub scene where everybody's just quiet and he misses the dart like there's some cheesy cliche stuff in here that I really like some of the issues that I have with it are the Alex and David relationship, it feels forced. And I kind of took a step back and I tried to remove in my mind, all of their scenes and put the movie back together in my head and see if it still flows. Okay. 
and it does for the most part because they 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 kind of are leaning on the only one that can really kill me and lift the curse is someone who loves me. They kind of lean at that a little bit, but we know that's not true because I'm unless those farmers had a loving relationship <laughs> with that guy. I mean, they they killed him pretty good in the beginning of the movie. Wait, what do you mean? Where did you? There is a scene where they're talking about the Wolfman. Yeah, remember oh, that? Oh yeah. And yeah. he tries to like tell. He goes, "I'm pretty sure only like." Someone who loves the werewolf can kill them, and I'm like, I, I think they're leaning on that. That's a little what they're bit. talking about, like the long, yeah. long uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if they went with that plot point, it'd be fine. Like they could have leaned on it, but her whole thing just seems to be like, uh, we're gonna use you to get David to point A to point B. Like we need an excuse for David to go to London and stay there, and we're gonna use you as that excuse to keep him there, and to keep the other parts moving she becomes more of a facilitator and less of a plot point that's what i felt that's what i and so it's not terrible like it's not the worst thing in the world it just doesn't feel natural but in most movies if something didn't happen the way it happens wouldn't it not happen that way like that's just how it is yeah i know i agree it just feels it feel i guess you want to say it feels poorly written like her part it feels underdeveloped forced forced, underdeveloped poorly written that makes more sense the other thing that kind of just I know it's going to sound like a dumb nitpick, but my two more nitpicks are the whole sequence of him where he's meeting his past victims and you have like the, like the whole, like the porno running in the background. Like I get it, but to me there's, it just, it doesn't hold its art. It doesn't hold its artistic value to me. And like, to me it's just, it's just doing it for the sake of doing it to have, a porn to have a porn and to have it continuously running in the background against this very serious like gravitas moment i feel like they could have handled that a little more more differently and made it a little more a little heavier but it's supposed to be a comedic movie exactly that's why i said it's, it's, kyle's trying to defend anything you say no no no, no, no. Don't, just, don't it's, anything a, bad it's a total no, like i'm I said, just saying but it's that's a, no, why but they did it literally defending I, I, but then I, 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 what i wanted to say is you, you don't think porn could be artistic no i think whoa it's no, 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 no. You've it, never seen the good pornos. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm sure you saw what I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, I One get night in Paris. One I get the China. juxtaposition. I get the juxtaposition. I get that you're having this very serious, gravitating moment, and then you have this ridiculous. I had no idea they made that for the movie, and now yes. that makes it so much better. Honestly, yeah. when this whole that whole scene was happening, I didn't even think take it serious. I was just laughing because it was playing in the yeah. background. And there was the noises were funny. I, yeah, it just it, it, it was it was just wild. But I don't know. I just felt like it was a little too much. But that's just me. Um, what a good Christian boy. Heading upstairs. Uh, my only other gripe, and it is my probably my biggest gripe, is how are you going to have such a chaotic, badass scene at the end of a movie and then cut like that? Yeah, it just does. It feels like too much, too much, too fast, too quick. Like a quick cut. I would have rather seen. This is the kind of movie where I would have been okay with a cliffhanger. Like like our sequel bait, I would have been okay with it. Like, you know, sometimes in a movie they, they'll show like a little baby wolf or something or like, you know, that, or like one of his victims. Like if they panned out and Alex was crying, blah, 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 and like they were going through the victims and then the ambulance was like, hey, we've got a live one over here. And like they cut the film there. I would have been like, like, you know, it's not done. I would have been okay with something like that. I've feel like it's a very abrupt cut but then i feel like if they did do something like that they would i feel like i make it worse they, they would feel inclined especially at that time period to make a to sequel. make a sequel it's better they didn't they didn't in that regard um yeah. but like i said these are nitpicks yeah 
Now let me just tell you exactly what I love about this film. A lot of it. The humor is fantastic. The special effects are some of the best you will ever see in a creature feature. And I'm not going to say all horror because there's some stuff that Tom Savini does that's incredible. But there, this is some of the best creature feature on par with the thing um, that you will ever see. That I even told Susan before we watched it, I said this werewolf transformation is one of the is lauded as one of the best, if not the best, practical transformation of any werewolf any film. And I stand by that to this day. It is absolutely fantastic, every bit of it. Uh, and knowing that Rich Baker worked on Empire Strikes Back and so many other fantastic films, it's so awesome to see his work brought to life in this particular film and then start to think of all the other things that he's done over the years. Um, but I really do think this is his, one of his most defining pieces. I would say so. If you ever hear the name Rick Baker, that's mostly what people like talk about is this movie. Yeah, it's such a satisfying transformation. Uh, and especially a time where most werewolf transformations are not as visceral as this. This is probably the most visceral transformation I can think of. This might be one of the, I think it might be the first on screen one where you actually see someone transform. Usually it's like, oh my God, I don't feel good. And they like bend down, down and when, then they stay yeah. up and like, Argh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was, this was awesome. Favorite kill is definitely Nazi werewolves. Because it, it just is wild. There's nothing it's, more I can it's say. So it's so fucking outrageous. Wild. Um, I want to. S- I'm going to preface this. It is my least favorite kill. Is the escalator guy, the guy who falls on the escalator. But it is one of my absolute favorite kill sequences. If that makes any sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I I'm sad that they cut away. But being the first, when I remember when I saw that downward shot of him, and you see the wolf begin to crawl into screen, I was like. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then they cut away. I was like, "Man, come on!" That was such a hot sequence. Apparently, you could see like um, somebody, like one of the crew members, like foot, like pushing the wolf on into the frame. But I looked twice. And I didn't see it. No, I have to rewatch. No, I 100% tell everybody to. If you are a fan of werewolves and you haven't seen this, then you're not a fan of werewolves. Um, yeah, Trav. Yeah, Trav. I am so glad that we finally have a lichen film. I'm happy. It's nice to see the wolves represented now. That's lycanthrope to you. Sorry. We need to use proper pronouns. So before we wrap up, though, are you done? Yeah. Watch okay. it. Thank uh, you. Before we wrap up, though, I want to go through a fan theory and what you guys think about it. A okay. fan theory is that he never actually transformed into a wolf at all. And that he was always in human form, but he did have some kind of psychosis where he just thought he was a wolf. Because when he... Like, you never see somebody unevolving into, a, like, a human. They just get shot, and then they're human. You never see it them devolve, you know? But then how did he physically damage all those bodies that way? Because he's just a wild guy. He has thinks he's fucking a wolf, so he's just out there biting and clawing. Yeah, I'm not buying this theory. That's just what I've heard. And that's why, like, when Alex walks up to him in the alley, she doesn't, like say like holy shit look at this fucking wolf like or anything like that and then when she gets he gets shot like she doesn't react to him going back into human form I mean and the same way he didn't see that other guy that attacked him get her reaction to me doesn't surprise me because she's already like got a few screws loose what are you telling me she's a shitty actor 
No, I'm telling you. And that I think that, she I, already I, accepted that he was a werewolf. I think that she might that. be in a psychosis. Because she's saying that's just a fancy. She's the one who invited a dude, a crazy dude, to her house. Divulged her. She's horny. I, she's wild. Like I'm not. If she asked you, if she was your nurse, she said, "Hey, do you want to come back to my house?" What would you say? No comment. Okay, <laughs> you're just trying not to get grounded today. <laughs> if I was single, that's a yes, ma'am. Thank you. I will be there soon. Yes, we are going. But Please it's like that. it's not the fact that she asked. It's the fact that she asked someone who just confessed to her that I'm a werewolf and I'm going to change in two days. Like. He said she was beautiful. What else do you, what else do you want? To, like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> That's right. It's nineteen. It's, it's nineteen eighty one. We didn't have the same standards. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. No. So yeah, that's uh, an American werewolf in London from nineteen eighty one. And the next pick goes to Mark. Coming soon to a theater near you. All right, Mark, so what's your pick, bro? From 2003, Wrong Turn. On a weekend getaway. I just found this tied to a tree back there. Somebody did this. One wrong turn. Hello? We're looking for a phone. Made four friends, trespassers on deadly ground. There's terror around every turn. Wrong turn. We're all gonna die. Never heard of her. Really? You never seen it? Yeah. You guys don't want to watch it or something? Let me know. Did you buy the shirt? No. Why do you want me to? Was that the shirt that came out? Did it? Is I need to double check, make sure it's wrong the same turn. movie I'm thinking of. Or am I thinking of that other movie? Is this with Elijah Dushku? Yeah, Elijah. Okay, Dushku. then yeah. Wrong turn. Yep. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, a okay. long time ago. At I. I is that the one with the treehouse? We'll have to find out. I would assume so if you said that, not no. Okay, cool. So, uh, Wrong Turn from 2003 will be next. We don't have any new rates or reviews, but please go rate and review us on Apple Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. We'll read your review on here. And if we do, you could always hit us up and we will send you stickers for free. If you want to contact us, you can always email us at vintagehorrorpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at vintagehorrorpodcast. And you can find us on Twitter at vintagehorror underscore. And that's it. See ya. Bye. Bye.
bump a dang a dang dang for digging on me. Dang it, dang, dang, ding it, dong, ding, bloom.